Welcome to the Parent Podcast, where each week we'll discuss topics relevant to parents. Whether you are expecting the arrival of your first child or have kids preparing to graduate from college, we've got you covered. Each week, we'll bring on different guests who will provide their expertise and perspective in an effort to remind you that you are not alone in this journey and encourage you as you raise and lead your family. Welcome, everyone, to the Parent Podcast. I am your host, Robert Nash, children's pastor at Autumn Ridge Church in Rochester, Minnesota, joined by, I'm going to go ahead and say it, the absolute best co-host in the United States that I've personally worked with, Derek Freed, student pastor wow. at Autumn Ridge I, I Church. Was, I was getting super excited, and then that last little disclaimer came in there. I mean, and I can't, I, I can't say that you are. I was about the best to call ever. Out, I was about to start calling out like all those late night co-hosts, sure. Andy Richter. I was going to start calling all them those guys out, and then you added that little last well, one. Now I'm, but, in, but now I'm. You're in a different category. This isn't like a talk show. We're a podcast. Podcast you co-host. Said, you can't be better. But here's you didn't say co-host of a podcast. You said co-host in the United States. I think by definition of what we're doing here, people should automatically know. Now this is just turned into a semantics argument. This <sighs> well, we are pastors. It's what we do a lot of the time, isn't it? I mean, sometimes. Derek, this, believe it or not, is our season finale here. This is the final episode of season one, episode 12. Dude, you know what that means? Vacation? Vacation Vacation, time! baby! Yes, love it. It is nice outside. A little humid, right? But we'll take a little bit of warmth and humidity over uh, like 12 feet of snow. Definitely. I don't mind it. Um, yeah, I'm ready to get out, sit in the sun, go to a beach, do some swimming. I just want to I just want to have fun, especially after the last year with COVID and a lot of us not getting to do much of anything. Uh, for summer vacation, besides like sitting on your porch, maybe outside. Derek, you got a trip coming up in a few days. Actually, you're you're, you're the f- you're the first summer vacation between the two of us on this show. You're ready? Heck yeah, man! I'm getting out of here. Yeah, taking go a- visit some friends out in SoCal. Woo! Hit some beaches up. Yeah, I mean, awesome. You gonna surf? Do you surf? I have before. Yeah. Are you good? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, probably won't this time. Okay. But going to do lots of other fun stuff. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a good time. I I'm will. glad we're done with the season because it'd be kind of rude if you just left and we had more episodes to record and you're like, mm, well, I'm in California, so it's rude. Well, that that would be, you'd find somebody to replace me, I'm sure. No, because I already said that you're the best co-host I've ever worked with. But am I the only co-host you've ever worked with? <laughs> Moving on. Today's topic, we're going to talk about vacation. Specifically, we're going to talk about family vacation and, well, Kind of the stress, unfortunately, that can come with it when you have children, uh, children of all ages. How do you keep them all happy, especially when there's a, you know maybe a gap between the two kids or multiple kids? Um, how do you handle those long car rides, the mills, all that? And to do that, we have brought in, uh, can I call you a vacation expert? Oh, that's just such an honor. Man, yes. a vacation expert. You have a blog. You're going to tell us all about that. Jennifer Brommer, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name's Jen, and I have the privilege of being a wife and a mom to three boys, ages 9, 11, and 14. Um, I'm a school nurse by day and a travel writer for a family travel blog um, by night and every other thing else. Yeah, it's uh, I run the travel blog travelwithaplan.com. I started it on my own because I love travel and talking about travel and helping families travel easier. 
Wonderful. We'll put that uh, blog link into our, our show notes if you want to go check that out. Just uh, kind of scroll down. It will be right there. How long have you been uh, writing on this blog? Yeah, I've been writing for about three years now, but traveling for my whole life. But put okay. it into formal you know, stories and articles for about three years. Okay. And so then, you know, people come up with a blog. Was there just a moment where you're like, you know what I should do? I should just create a blog about vacations. Yeah. I put so much like thought and research into our family vacations and people are constantly asking me, what did you do in Florida? What'd you do in Orlando? Or how do you keep your kids quiet on a six hour car ride? Things like that. And so just, I kept getting questions because people know that our family loves to travel and it just kind of came to me, you know what? I'm going to, you know, start a blog, help families travel, tell them why we love it so much. And once again, how they can make it affordable and convenient for their families, too. Wonderful. And I've checked out the blog. Lots of good articles yeah, on there. Lots of good thanks. information. Go check it out. Get some good ideas. But let's talk specifically right now about these family vacations, yes. right? Now, for, for anybody out there, it shouldn't surprise you. Some of my favorite movies are the uh, National Lampoon's movies, right? Where, where Clark W. Griswold packs up the kids in the family car and they had... I don't know, west to, to Southern California, apparently, Derek, to go to Wally World, right? Yeah. And of course, I mean, that's extreme, some of the things that happened to them, but that's the first thing that usually pops into my head when we're talking like family road trip. So there's some stress there. Yeah, so so talk sure. to us about some ways, some tips that our families, our listeners can make what should be a fun, relaxing time totally enjoyable and maybe a little less stressful. Well, I definitely think that you have to kind of go into any family vacation with a plan. Um, with little kids especially, you just don't want to, you know, wing it, I guess you could say. Um, you have to have a budget. You have to kind of know how much you want to spend. Um, you don't want to find yourself looking for things to do that are out of your price range or, you know, things like that. Um, you have to be flexible. That's for sure when traveling with kids, um, you know. You always have to have a plan A and a plan B if it's going to rain or something unexpected is going to happen. Um, so those are kind of just a few initial things in terms of being a little bit more stress-free. Absolutely. So how do you balance that? I'm curious, like, if I was thinking about planning a vacation for family, or our listeners think about planning a vacation for family, how do you balance your plan okay. versus allowing for some maybe spontaneity or things? Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think kids, like... And there's a way to plan spontaneity, which doesn't sound right because, you know, but like there's things you could yeah. not tell them that you could have ready. But genuine spontaneity, I think kids love that stuff. For sure. Uh, so if you were going to guide someone and they're planning this vacation, how would you help them or show like tell them to balance yeah. those things? Well, like for instance, if if you're like hanging out with your kids on vacation and you have, you know, something coming up that's on the agenda or a reservation for something and they're having a great time in the hotel pool and you're having like some magical moments, hey, don't go to your reservation. Just stay in the pool and let the kids be kids and just watch them splash around and have fun and forget that you didn't make your, you know, five o'clock dinner reservation or something. So that's one of the ways that we kind of be more spontaneous. Let's say we're going to go on a vacation for seven days. Okay. Would you say that uh, to that person, would you want to plan something for every single day? Or do you want to maybe plan five of those seven days and have two days that are free Ooh, good question. for yeah. us to go find something to do or something that we didn't know about when we got here? Like or, explore. Yeah, explore. Yeah. Like, how would you kind of guide them in, like, let's say that it was a seven-day vacation. Like, mm -hmm. how? what would you say, like, you want to plan for four, have three, have plan for five. What would yeah. be your 
guidance to them? So I personally, like if I'm going on a seven-day vacation or helping my my blog readers talk about or plan a seven-day vacation, I definitely have them think about things to do for all seven days. Just because if you're going to go somewhere and spend the money and spend the time, you want to maximize your time. Like you don't want to miss anything. And that's why I think traveling with a plan is so awesome because you have to kind of look into where you're going. What don't you want to miss? And so if you only plan for five days, you may find yourself on day six kind of sitting around thinking like, oh, gosh, I hope I'm not missing anything. But once again, if, if you're more of a spontaneous person, yes, you could definitely leave a day open and not plan anything. But my way of traveling is to just kind of always have some some activities up my back sleeve, you know, my back pocket just to, you know, always know that we're never going to leave having not done something in the area that would have been really valuable or memorable. Sometimes those uh, those free days, right? Sometimes they can go really well. Like you'll luck out and you'll find something that maybe takes the entire day. And other times it's like you go somewhere and it's like 30, 45 minutes and you're like, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll go sit at the hotel now. Yeah. Yeah. So so I understand what you're saying there. Definitely. I do like my explore days, though. Um, I'm thinking of a specific vacation. uh, One of our favorite spots we've gone to a couple of times, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Uh, We love history. We love all the buildings. Mm -hmm. And and man, not only is there a lot to do, a lot of it's free, right? Yep. A lot of the museums are free. Um, but that's the perfect example of there's so much to do in a limited amount of time. Yep. And so you have to make a plan. Like what things do we definitely want to hit? What things are we wanting to see, but we're okay if we miss out on and those we we can just disregard completely. So yeah, I think that's that's a fantastic idea. Um, what are some other ways that, that families can create a, a, a less stressful well, road tripping is our favorite way to travel just because we don't like being tied down to airports and schedules and missing flights and baggage and things like that. So, you know, in terms of road tripping, I think it's awesome. I think it's a great way to make family memories. The way that we make it a lot less stressful is we make it super fun by we have road trip goodie bags that we pre-assemble prior to long road trips. And I go to the dollar store and buy, you know, little treats or little gadgets trinkets, things like that, and put them in bags and give them to the kids like every hour or so. Um, And they just love looking forward to that. It occupies them for an hour and they look forward to the next bag. Got to have Mm. snacks. One of my big road trip tips is to have a snack bin for the way there and the way back. And so you're always going to have cool snacks. Okay, but go-to snacks. What do you got? Mm -hmm. Go-to snacks is anything not super messy and chocolatey that's going to melt all over. So you've got like granola bites, you've got beef jerky, Mm. you've got um, chips, dried fruit, nuts, um, you know, and then throw in some candy. You know, make it fun. Chex Chex mix. mix. So, you know, like I said, just anything not super messy and... You know, fun, maybe things they've never had before, or let me ask. So now, surprises. hold on. Okay. So, so in that snack, do drinks come into the picture? Because mm. on a road trip, drinks can mm. be drinks need to be strategic. Yeah, I'm only, very strategic. We're not stopping for the bathroom yep. unless we're also stopping to fill up the car. That's we my don't rule. we don't let the kids have their beverages until like you an don't hour. Live by that rule, Robert. No, I don't. I all want right. to. Sorry, we interrupted oh, you. No. But I had to call him out on yep. that because we I all do. know that that wasn't true. When I travel alone, well, that's absolutely. Different. But that's no, different. that that doesn't work with kids. Anyway, sorry. Back to you. Drinks have to be strategic. Yeah, definitely. With drinks, of course, you got to hold. You got to hold back and not, not. You know, it's not a free for all until at least like an hour before you plan to stop. Sips, small sips. sips, and then an hour before you stop, you say, "Here, kids, you know, have a sunny day. Have a juice box. Go for it." Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and perhaps you are so good at planning vacations and you know the right things to do because 
maybe you learned the hard way what not to do. Okay. So specifically talking about snacks right now, did you have a bad experience with like snacks in the back of the car with the kids or anything? Like all of a sudden you, you arrive and the kids are getting out and you're like, there is just melted chocolate and sticky candy everywhere. You know, I don't have any memories like that. I kind of like feel like food is my jam. Like we Mm. have this snack system and then I plan ahead for like hotel room meals, even like making ahead like taco meat and stuff so that we don't have to spend a ton of money on restaurant food. Like that's my least favorite vacation expense is restaurant food. It adds up. So it adds up and it's not as healthy as like some of the things you can, you know, make on your own. So, gosh, I don't really have any good, horrible mess stories. Okay. Do I won't you? lie. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure there have been plenty of messes in the back of the car. I, I felt like there was a, a massive drink spill. Like we stopped at McDonald's and the lid wasn't on and it just went everywhere. And it's like, well, <laughs> we're not stopping now. We did though. We definitely stopped yeah. for that. But there's there's been many moments like that. But yeah, we do that too. We have, a, we have kind of the... Uh, the ice chest, you know, mm-hmm. right kind of in the middle of the car so that they can reach it. So, you know, my wife's not constantly turning around and having to to hand out stuff. The kids can reach it. We can reach it. And uh, yeah, very, very good to have that for those longer road trips. All right. So you mentioned uh, a goodie bag, right? That's always fun. I did that. We drove from Texas to Colorado a couple of summers in a row. And uh, like, I think it was in high school. And like, I still had my, I had a, I called it my the bag of fun. Right. But like, I remember buying stuff leading up to the weeks and like my mom would be like, no, you like I'd buy a book or something. You're like, I want to read that. But like, no, 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 no. It stays in this box until we go on the trip. I'm like, ah, you know, but yeah, something to look forward to kind of built anticipation. Right. Um, I know now they make a lot of like car travel friendly games, right. With the magnetic pieces that somehow still get lost. We have a a game where it kind of has these like sliding panels and it's like hey Ooh, do you see this road trip bingo road trip bingo that's road it. trip bingo is the best yeah. you can buy them on amazon or abc toy zone in rochester has some really cool road trip bingo games my kids pulled that out yesterday just on the way home from church yeah, they're exactly. like hey where are we finding here i'm like yeah. i don't even know that's still back there so yeah lots lots of good ideas there yeah i have um there's an article on my blog actually about road trip word games so Ooh. like we have all these word games we've kind of crafted and collected over the years you know just like the traditional i spy or like going on a bear hunt um, but, you know, there's a couple other cool ideas if anyone's interested. We try to be screen free as much as possible when we're on road trips just because you miss out on so much of the scenery and just like the epic like family bonding and joking and listening to music. And so we try to, you know, be as screen free as possible and just come up with cool things to do. I think that's excellent. That's something like my family needs to do better with on the car trip. I mean, it's such an easy fix, right? I mean, they especially now you can download movies from Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon, and you have them all right there to watch on your phone. For me, who's usually driving, I'll download audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And so it's like all I want to do is listen to my audiobook on the trip because I want to finish this audiobook so I can listen to another audiobook. So but yeah, I like that idea of like, hey, you know, we can have this set time, this schedule totally. here to watch yep. screen time and everybody kind of just relax a little bit. But otherwise, let's let's spend some time together because that kind of is the point of vacation, I believe, anyway. Yeah. And that's like one of my biggest tips, too, in a lot of my articles with, with kids in different ages, you know, especially with teens, is to just really encourage them to, you know, stay off their phones as much as possible and, you know, really engage in the vacation and make the memories with you. It's just, you know, so easy to fall back to those tendencies of being on your phone and checking Facebook. 
Okay, so so what other good tips do you have for our listeners? Well, you know, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, this is the summer that they, they're predicting that, you know, there's, there's just kind of three big areas. So people are going to be reconnecting with family, you know, in terms of travel. They're going to be still hitting the outdoor locations and national parks. That's kind of still a big thing right now. And then, you know, a lot of families are looking to take that bucket list trip. It's like we've been home for a year. Um, now we're kind of able to do a little bit more, spread our wings, things like that. You know, Disney, kind of the big bucket list items. Those are kind of the three. Oh, Disney's expensive right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because there's less crowds. The experience is like, we just went to Universal a couple months ago, and the experience of being there with lower crowds was awesome. Epic. Yeah. Hardly mm-hmm. any lines, I'm imagining. And it was great. Although, if you stay at an offsite hotel, I have some hotels that are like $99 that are within 10 miles of Disney. Hmm. So if you stay off site, that's the biggest way to save money on a Disney vacation. That's where they get you then is the like the these totally. The, I mean, they're cool, but these themed hotels exactly. that they have that, you know, yep. kind of have all these perks. Yeah, I know. Another thing I was thinking about, too, is, you know, like a lot of the listeners, I'm sure everybody has different ages of kids and, you know, with different ages and traveling. There's like tons of different things to keep in mind. And I think when it comes to like traveling with babies, do you mm. guys remember traveling with babies i remember the nightmare of traveling with babies yes (laughs) it's like a whole it's just a whole different world of its own but so my my biggest tip for traveling if you have like babies is to limit the amount of stuff you bring Mm. you know you can bring the bouncer the little height chair the jumper the this or that whatever that you know it's just overwhelming so just you know bring just enough but not too much does that make sense sense. just enough but not too much yeah and then my other tip with babies is, you know, sticking to their schedule. Like, no baby's going to mm. be happy if you're completely, like, ruining their nap time. I remember our first family vacation with Jacob. So he would have been maybe one and a half, maybe. Um, and we went to New Braunfels. Derek, you familiar with that from uh, being yeah. in Austin? Yeah. I am. What's the water park there? Schlitterbahn. Schlitterbahn. Amazing water park for the most part. It's the greatest water park I've ever it been It really to my has, life. like, seriously. And it's huge. Um, the original park all built off like the natural rivers right there. Yeah. yeah. You can like literally there's a one ride, there's one slide where you come out and you hit the river and you go down the river and you get out. So the Guadalupe River or Como River, I don't remember which one, but I mean, it's all nat- like all the water, yeah. on all the rides at the original park are, are fed from the river. And then they have like this newer park and it's just as awesome. They have like yeah, the roller it's, coaster it's slides, nuts. all that. You guys but have been somewhere I haven't been before. What? You need to go well, to New Braunfels. Guess where you're planning your next I'm, family that's vacation That's my next for. travel with a plan. Like, and I mean, it, there's, there's parts of the park that are for adults that are fun, for older kids that are fun. Mm-hmm. But even if you got like a little... Little, little kid, the splash pad and all that. So fun, so immersive. Anyway, so we're we're there. We're staying at a uh, a little, it was a timeshare of my in-laws that we got to stay at. I remember that schedule thing. Yeah, oh my goodness. I mean, he was exhausted and he's, you know, he crashed real fast, but then I think it was like 3.30 in the morning and he was up and he was ready. Like he didn't know what was happening, but he knew something was happening and he was ready. And so like, you can't communicate to them. Well, they're closed and it's three 30 in the morning and we want to sleep a little bit longer. And so I remember like being up with him and it was just awful on the way home in Austin traffic. He lost it. Yeah. Absolutely lost it. And he starts like, you know, eating his head on the car seat and it's like, Oh my gosh, we're never going on vacation again. It is difficult when they're little. Right. And then, you know, with that too, it's like, I think just pull over and get the baby content and calm instead of like trying to feed the baby from over the back seat. Mm. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you just kind of need to pause and, and 
everybody get their bearings. Probably better than like, yeah, just yeah. dealing with the screaming right. all, all the yeah. way home. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're talking about kids being different age groups. What do you do if uh, you got a couple of kids? And I mean, there's a huge gap mm-hmm. in the age difference, right? Like you, you got one who wants to do little stuff that's, you know, age appropriate for them. And you got an older one who, well, that's baby stuff. I don't want to do that. How, how would you approach that? Well, yeah. I mean, you just kind of let the kids each look at what they want to do on that vacation. We always, you know, talk and, you know, one may say, oh, I want to go parasailing. Well, obviously the baby can't parasail. I don't know. You can um, try. <laughs> No, but Parents you know, don't do that just just everybody kind of picks their activity, and then you know, when it's the teens' turn, they kind of get to do what they want, play to their interests. When it's the school age kid, you know, he gets to do what they want, and you just everybody just kind of goes in knowing that they each get to pick at least one activity that's their. So, so I mean, the very first thing you said was travel with a plan. Yeah, and and maybe I I just misheard you. You said it, and I I, I didn't hear you, but. So you bring the entire family in when you're making that oh, plan sure. and get their for input sure. and all that. Okay, yeah, for fantastic. Sure. I wouldn't want to make reservations to go to a museum, for instance, if they had no interest in that. So I think I definitely like, you know, just suggest kind of gaining, gauging everybody's interest. Like, what do you guys want to do? Hike, swim, you know, museum, shopping. If you have teenage girls, you know, everybody's going to kind of have their own thing and you Mm -hmm. want them all to reflect back and be like, oh, hey, you know, we did some really cool things and each have had their own say in what you did. Curious in your mind, what your thoughts are about like a divide and conquer kind of mentality, maybe on a vacation where a day that you pick or a couple days, it's you're going to go with the younger one who wants to do this thing. And dad's going to go with the older one to do his thing to where you're not all together. I love that. I mean, if there's a couple things that, you know, you split up and do and then, hey, let's all meet up for dinner and hanging out at the hotel pool in the night. I think that's great. You know, everybody can kind of form their own little bonds and Yeah. I mean, we've done that before. Yeah. And it and it seems weird on the surface, right? Like, well, no, we're we're on family vacation. Right. We should all be together. But sometimes there's a lot of value in yeah. that and and a lot of good memories can be right. made from that one on one time or, you know, one on two time that you have with your kids. Yeah. I mean, maybe don't spend every day apart, but a couple yeah. couple of things here and there. Have you guys had any like experiences where it was like a disaster on a family vacation? Because mm. one comes to mind when when I kind of reflect on that, but you can't tease it. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was actually very recent. I'm still somewhat scarred from it. But we, if we go on a long road trip, we always rent a vehicle, which sounds, you know, like you're you're road tripping to save money, but renting a car. But we just have this thing where we want a new vehicle that's, you know, doesn't have a lot of miles on it. Everything is tip top shape, you know, whatever. And so we just pay the money for the rental, and then we have a you know a brand new vehicle to drive to Florida or whatever. Um, we had gone to Orlando for spring break this year and we're on our way home. And I mean, it was a 26 hour drive and we're, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. We're on the last leg of the, of the road trip. We were in, we had crossed the Iowa border, which is where my husband is from. So he's like, oh, thank goodness we're in Iowa. And we just hit a deer at one o'clock in the morning where, you know, kids are sound asleep, just massive damage to this, to this. um. The deer is sound asleep now. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was so sad. It was one o'clock in the morning. We were just done. And luckily, we actually got pulled over by a cop who hadn't seen what had happened, but noticed that our headlight was out right after it had happened. Mm. And so he kind of helped us survey the damage. And um, the coolest thing was, is my, my Mason, my 11 year old in the back seat, was like, hey, hey, mom, look, look over your shoulder. He's like, look what's outside the, the van. 
And once again, middle of nowhere, I look out of my window and there is legit a lit up cross on this hillside Uh in the middle of nowhere in Iowa, right where we hit the deer. Very cool. It was so cool. Good reminder. Yes. Put things back in perspective. Exactly. I think I'm more of a spontaneous person. I'm curious, how much do you actually plan out? Like if a seven day vacation, how much of that time do you have fully like planned? Like, and how detailed is that? Then I'm curious, what would you recommend to someone like me who maybe is a little bit more spontaneous? Like my vacation I got coming up. Mm -hmm. I've got like an Angels game plan one night with a friend. I'm going to Universal Studios with a friend one night. And I've got something on Memorial Day. That's it. I'm gone for like 11 days. And I got three things planned for my 11-day trip. So... That, that just is so you, though. I love that. That is just the definition of who you are. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I really do travel with a plan. And I speaking to somebody that's going on an 11-day vacation with only a couple things planned, I, I yeah, I mean, I can't relate to that, but I'm... <laughs> But I'm trying to think. Um, I just don't want you to miss out on anything. Like, can I have? Can I help you? Like, look into what's in the area. Like, well, so like, what we, are the best restaurants? We like- got We got to get some context. <laughs> I got to get some context. So I'm going to the place that I lived at. Okay. For s- like 17 of the last 20 years of my life. Okay. So it's not like well, I don't exactly. know what's there, yes. or I'm gonna like yes. miss out on things. So right. it is a little different. It's not yeah. like I'm going somewhere I've never been before. Yeah. Well, my favorite website beside my blog is TripAdvisor. Like, go to the city that you're going to. Type in best, you know, best wood fire pizza, best Mexican, best restaurants, best you know nightlife, anything you know for like a chunk of time that you're looking to fill, and just you know check out what they have listed, read the reviews, find some really cool maybe things you didn't think about doing before, even though you lived there for 17 years. That's an idea. So do you plan like every meal? No, not necessarily every meal, but I I do not let the kids get hangry before mm. I think about what we're going to do for the meal. So meaning like I always have an idea of what we're going to do for lunch or where we would go or what area we're going to be in so that, you know, come two o'clock in the afternoon, we're not like struggling to find a place to eat and there's an hour wait mm. and the kids are meltdown, you know, whatever. So I definitely think with kids especially around mealtime, you know, to put a little thought into where you're going to eat and go at what time. And then do you plan like one, like one big thing a day to do? Do you plan like, this is what we're gonna do in the morning, this is what we're gonna do in the afternoon, this is what we're gonna do in the evening? Which one? Both. And then also have rain backup options. Okay. (laughs) So like, you know, if, if you know you want to go to, you know, an aquarium or something that's indoors, like that would be your backup on a day where, you know, say you were going to Universal Studios and it was raining and you had some flexibility, like do the indoor option on the rain day and then save the outdoor stuff for when it was nice. Your blog is literally called travelwithaplan.com. Yes, it is. Okay. So when you hear like Derek say, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, does it give you a little bit of anxiety? Like it, a little bit? It doesn't, but I I just want to like, I want to be, I just want to say, have you ever considered traveling with a plan? Mm-hmm. Because you save so much money and you like, you stick to your budget. You don't miss out on anything. You definitely still have room for flexibility, but you know, if that's what, you, if that's how you want to travel and that's how you're going to feel fulfilled, then Hey, go for it. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you this one. This one might give you a little more anxiety. <laughs> so in this, a gap between my last job and this job, I took a two week trip to Thailand Okay. with a buddy of mine. And we literally, all we planned were the hotels we were staying in. And how was it? Was it awesome? It was amazing. Yeah. 
It was amazing. But we, did you have we, kids with so, you? No, we didn't. See? We didn't. So I understand that there, there's a difference. But yeah, that's that. Like the first hotel we went to, didn't even know it, but they had little scooters you could rent. And so, boom, we just, that's, yeah. that was our first week was we just rented these scooters and found different that is awesome. Temples and places and museums and all kinds of piers and crazy things to do. And Well, and I definitely think when you're like traveling wow. with like a girl's getaway or like a couple's getaway, it's, you know, a lot, it's the same. Like you can be, don't have to have things planned. It comes naturally. But I, I think the planning comes in when you have littles along. I would agree. So the other thing about planning is it's not just like having an an hour to hour thing. Like when I say like travel with a plan, it's kind of like, you know, there are some awesome travel bloggers, like mommy bloggers, you know, anything. And and just looking at tips ahead of time on like, you know, for instance, best way to tour universal or tips to know before you go and just reading some things about where you're going. And so like, for instance, you know, are you going to rope drop Disney, meaning show up at opening or are you going to go in the evening like when are the crowds the highest like just thinking about some of those things doesn't necessarily planning doesn't necessarily have to mean like we're doing this at 9 a.m 10 a.m 11 a.m it's just not every minute right out. it's just looking ahead and like doing a little research on where you're going so that when you show up you can enjoy it instead of spend a lot of time trying to figure out what right to do. yeah i think within that planning right something i'm sure like TripAdvisor and some of these places do tell you that but like how long will it take to do this activity or to go through this museum? What's the average amount of time? Because uh, I've kind of touched on this before. There's been moments where we go to something and expect it to take half the day. Mm -hmm. And within an hour and a half, two hours, it's like we're done. And I was like, whoops. Yeah. That that didn't take nearly as long. Of course, museums with children in general. My oldest now is kind of getting to the age where he he will stop and, and read the information posted. But when you start going to museums, even cool ones with younger kids, they look, they go, they look. They go and you're done with like, I mean, probably one fourth of the time that it should have taken. Totally. Yeah. My blog just has a different take to it. Like I focus on itineraries like that and say how long different things take for that reason. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like if we, you know, pay $35 to go on a train excursion, you know, are we going to get our money's worth? How long is it? Did the kids like it? What did we see? Would it be worth doing again? Would we do it again? Kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. So here's a question. A, a, a big thing in the recent years has been like Airbnb, sure. right? These these room share rental type things. Have you and your family done any of those? I mean, is it, they often seem like a good way to maybe save some money. Um, it's, it's a little bit more comfortable, maybe. Uh, what are your experiences with those? Yeah, I mean, Airbnb and VRBO is huge right now. It, with COVID and everything, people having their own personal space became a big thing. Um, there's a lot of hidden fees, and that would just be mm. my kind of you know warning is is to look into the cleaning fee, the taxes, some of the things when you're looking up the room rate, it just says the actual rate of the Airbnb or the VRBO. But then once you kind of go to check out or to actually reserve, there's all these other fees. And so sometimes the cost is just not even worth the personal space, in my opinion. It's probably good to do a little bit of extra research, if possible. I mean, you know, yeah. do like a separate search elsewhere. I've had two experiences with it. One was in Philadelphia and like the the people that put me up there, like the pictures looked amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get there. Um, Didn't think I was going to make it through the night. It was, it was scary. When I arrived there, there was like, just, I don't know who it was, but like, I think it was the previous people were still in the room and I was like, (laughs) oh, hi. They're like, hey, like you can leave your stuff here. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll just carry it all over Philadelphia. But you know, our second experience, we went to some place in, in Wisconsin. It's on this big farm, and it was 
I mean, the the host was amazing. The space was great. And it does feel a lot more comfortable than just, you know, having a hotel room with close quarters and, you know, you got all the beds and the uh, pull out couch bed and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. I think beach destinations like the Airbnbs and VRBOs, if you can get them close to the beach, it's always more cost effective than finding a hotel on the beach. Mm. And then it's awesome because they're equipped with like the beach chairs and sand toys and things like that. And so I definitely think that that's a perk to staying at like an Airbnb or VRBO if you're doing a beach vacation. If you can find it, you know, within walking distance of the beach, don't have to find parking. And then it has all those kind of extras in it. Awesome. We, we've done that in California and a couple other places, but yeah. Okay. I'm curious, in your experiences, have you found your vacations better when the vacation is built around some sort of destination that has kind of a big ticket item, such as going to Disney World or something like that? Or have you found vacations are more fun when you go to California to stay at the beach? While you're there, you're going to get to do a lot of different things. And Yeah. I mean, we, we mix it up. So we have a, a U.S. bucket list and we try to, we made it when the kids were little And so we have all these things that we want to do with them before they graduate high school. And so we kind of sat down as a family in, you know, Washington, D.C., Disney, you know, Universal, things like that with um, Glacier National Park, Grand Canyon, things like that, like those kind of epic vacation U.S. destinations. So we mix it up, to be honest, because, I mean, I don't really like theme parks all that much, but the kids do. But then I sure do like laying on a beach. So we're going to alternate. So for some families, you know, that that have a, a tight budget, but they also want to do some of those bucket list items, mm-hmm. right? Like a big one, my entire family, including myself, want to do. We want to go to New York City. And mm-hmm. every time I've gone to plan something, it's just like the cost is so ridiculous. So what would you advise for somebody maybe on a budget that, that wants to do some of those bigger trips? You definitely have to save. You need to know when you're going to go. And then you need to, you know, set aside how much you need to save. You know, go to some travel blogs, see how, how much it typically costs a family of four to go to Disney or to go to New York. Start planning and start budgeting for it. And, you know, then as you're planning, look for ways to cut costs. For instance, your accommodations, your meals, not flying and driving instead. Look for coupons for attractions and activities. They have city passes for a lot of Mm -hmm. cities where they'll bundle a lot of the cool things to do in like a pass. And that's always an afford, you know, more cost effective way of seeing some of the, you know, like in cities like Chicago and New York, places like that. But I mean, yeah, you definitely have to budget and and just pray Safe. for it to work out. Yeah. yeah. One one thing that I found useful too is like if you're going to New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, right? You don't necessarily. I mean, it'd be cool too, but you don't necessarily have to stay downtown in the city, right? right? I mean, you can save hundreds of dollars, yeah, if not more, staying like a town next to where you want to be, and then you just you get public transportation, take it in the city, get picked up later. That's that's a great way, and a lot of hotels. I'm thinking specifically, we took a, a f- we were in Pennsylvania, but we went to Philadelphia for a couple of days. We stayed outside the city, but the hotel had had a bus. Yep. And they take you. You call them when you want to get picked up. They come pick you up. And that was a great way to save money. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, you know, Google, free things to do, do in San Francisco. There's a ton of awesome free things to do. Most of them are outside, which, hey, that's even better. But I mean, you'd be surprised at the multitude of free things to do, especially things that are kid-oriented. If you actually like do a little digging, not everything has to cost a ton of money. Let me ask this question. This is an important question, especially for someone who enjoys the the, the car trip. Okay. Who packs the luggage in the car? 
my husband. Okay. Does he have like a method set? Like you yes. need, he needs to do it. Yes. I pack the suitcases. Ooh, packing cubes. If you, if the listeners don't know about packing cubes I don't know yet, about a packing oh cube. Oh man. Best family travel accessory. Travel accessory. So you could take it on your, on your, your upcoming guys trip. But um, no, you guys, packing cubes are super cheap. Get them on Amazon. They're like these little zippered cloth pouches and you put your clothes in it and they don't wrinkle. They, they don't shift around in your suitcase. You can do one for like each kid or each family member and you just plop it out. Packing cubes. Google it. I just want everybody to know that both Robert and Josiah, who, who's our sound tech, are both typing on their phones right now. I'm guessing <laughs> they're looking up travel These cubes look right amazing now. Right if here. anybody so. learns anything from this podcast, there was the keyword. I'm going to tell you, this is one looking at it on Amazon here. And if Amazon wants to be our sponsor, I mean, they can reach out to us. That's totally fine. I'm sure they need the help on a small town podcast. Anyway, it's one of those things I'm looking at here, packing travel cubes, whatever. It's like, why didn't I come up with that they idea? They revolutionalized so packing. So I'm simple. not kidding. That's crazy. Amazing. So anyways, I packed the suitcases, you know, got the packing cube, swimsuits in this packing cube, outfits for Landon in this one, you know, on and on. And then, yes, I, I set it out. My husband strategically puts it yeah. all in the car just perfectly. And yeah. So, so I need Jennifer's help, like doing the math of like how many clothes I might need. Don't like, overpack. Don't, well, that's my problem. Huge tip. I don't know what I might want to wear on a given no, day. No, just, just. I don't know what mood I'll be in. See, you can't go the, by mood. You got to go by weather. But I, I can't. I have to. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just sit, need, you, I need to be prepared for wear, anything. He can't wear his happy outfit <laughs> if he's feeling a little down. He's and not f- wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. You but. need to sit with the weather app open mm. and look at the weather, and mm. then you pack, and you don't let yourself mm. overpack because, oh, that's just a nightmare. You're giving me anxiety just saying that. No, I'm going <laughs> to pack by feeling for the rest of my life. Anyway, so she'll help me with that, but like, I, I definitely have a method when it comes to putting all the clothes, like mm-hmm. the kids, everybody, into the suitcase. And, and I don't know if it's like from Tetris, when we were younger and just like that mm. skill becomes part of who we are. I do like, feel like I'm playing Tetris every time I pack some yeah. Yeah. suitcases. One stuff. of our elders here, uh, Tracy Bayshore, right? He posted a picture on on uh, social media. Of, I think they were packing like a trailer or something. And I don't, I kind of saw it and I'm like, man. He's that winning. Is, that is a well-packed trailer. He's, like he's, I just, I was just like life. in awe of how perfectly that trailer was packed. Anyway, okay. All right. So I am curious after all this conversation we've had, what vacation are you currently working on for your family? She's planning your vacation for you because you don't I have kind anything. Of am, actually. Well, <laughs> we're not we're not talking about me. I want to know what vacation you are working on and planning for your family right now. As a blogger, like people host me. So I get they destinations reach out to me and they what? say, Yeah. Like most of my travels are like comped. I'm in the uh, wrong line of work. So, like, I'm trying to think of how to say that. Like, I, you literally yeah. just told Jesus you were in the wrong line of work. If Jesus would comp me some hotels, that'd be fantastic. So, like, I'm you kind of just, waiting. Oh my gosh! I'm kind of waiting for my next job assignment. <laughs> Hold on, we just need to stop for a second <laughs> and understand what just happened. A pastor at Ottawa Church. <laughs> Uh, heard that he can get free <laughs> hotels and said, I'm in the wrong line of work. Yeah. And then said, well, if Jesus could comp me some hotels, I'm then just I'd be okay with it. I'm just we being honest. We all need honest. to understand what just happened here. I'm being real. Oh, man. So. So I'm curious. I would love to hear from you as this is part of what you do for a living. It's part of what you yeah. do for your job. 
what would be the top three destinations that you still have on your list that you want to hit? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, number one, San Diego, California. Mm. Tons of stuff to do there. There's just so much along that coast that I, the Pacific Coast Highway that I want to experience with the kids and my husband. Um, Acadia National Park is a big one. Um, just want to head out east. And Florida is like my happy place. And mm. so even though I've been there, there's so much more to explore. I love the Gulf side with the beautiful blue ocean. So you've got Siesta Key, you've got Anna Maria Island. Um, yeah. So, you know, the listeners, though I'm assuming a lot most of us are from Minnesota. The North Shore, Duluth and the North Shore Scenic Drive. If you have not been there, one of the best family vacations. We go every single year. We will continue to go every single year. The North Shore Scenic Drive is awesome. There are so many places. It's all free except for your accommodations. It's all outdoor. The waterfalls, the hiking, the lakes, there's so much to do. And Duluth is amazing that that would be my top recommendation for Minnesota travel is Duluth in the North Shore area. Yeah, I haven't made it out there yet. Everybody Super, tells me yeah. you got to go out there. Oh, you there. do. It's it's awesome. What's the place you, you talk about it a lot? Rick has talked about it many, many, many times. Um, it's like in northern Minnesota. He went camping out there. Oh, the Boundary Waters Canoe area. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm from. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'm from northern Minnesota. That's a different type yeah, of trip. Yeah, it is. Though. It well, is. Sure. It's a different That's like type. That's camping, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, like outdoorsy and like stuff. M- yeah. A lot of people don't know Minnesota has a national park. So Voyagers National Park is a water-based nas- national park. It's the only national park that isn't accessible by roadway. Um, that's, you know, way up on Rainy Lake at the top of the state. Not a ton to do there for like, f- you know, little kids and stuff. It's more of like a boating, fishing type area. But um, Boundary Waters Canoe Area is pretty, pretty awesome. Beautiful up there. So lightning round, kind of to wrap things up here. You ready? Yes. Okay, and Derek, if you have any, you know, I I know I didn't discuss this with you, but if you come up with any along the way here, just be sure to to shut them out. Okay, yes, you are. All right. Favorite vacation that you've taken with a family? Siesta Key, Florida. Okay. Derek, favorite vacation that you've taken? Well, it it would probably be Israel. I didn't do anything except sign up. Somebody else planned that whole thing. It was very planned. Yeah. Uh, Super planned. But I didn't plan it. How old were you when you went there? This was uh, five, six years ago. Wow. That's that's one of my bucket list places. Okay. So mine would be, just memory-wise, Jacob and I took a road trip from Texas to Washington, D.C., and that was our first time there. So that one, and then when all four of us went to to New Bronzeville's and we hit Austin and and all these other cool places, those are both good That was your favorite? That was one of my favorites, definitely. Just memory-wise with family. Least favorite vacation that you've taken with family, aside from the deer story. Gosh, you know, I wasn't a fan of Myrtle Beach. Really? Yeah, I did not like it out there. And people have asked me about going there, and I just wasn't a fan. I direct them to Florida for the beach experience. Overrated. Would yeah, you say just, it's overrated? I, I just, I don't know. I just, the ocean wasn't as pretty as I was expecting. Okay. Derek, least favorite? I uh, don't know offhand. I got to think about that for a second. One of my least favorites was we took a, a trip. We We weren't married yet, but I went with Jennifer and all, like, lots of her relatives to Colorado. And again, it wasn't the the place we were. We went out there to go skiing. I skied on the first day there. Number one, the car ride out there was just unbearably long. We were all cramped into like a van and it was just awful. Got to ski one day. And then the next day I woke up like in the middle of the night with just 102 temperature. I had the oh. flu and I was sick the rest of the trip. It was awful. No yeah. Fun there. Least favorite car ride experience. On the way back from Florida. Getting there is great Mm because you're excited. You know, it's 24 hours. You are heading to your dream, you know, dream vacation, whatever. 
But the way home, the 24 hours is like doubled in agony. Somehow, yeah. Because <laughs> you're going home. I'll, I'll go with any time either of the kids like got upset stomach sick in the car Ooh. before you could stop. That is because then you still have to keep going. Like, I mean, you stop for a minute, yes. but yeah, eventually you got to get back in that car. Those, those Keep are the worst. plastic bags, like target bags on oh, hand for that. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Really good and idea. And paper towels. How graphic do you want me to get? You can be graphic. Did a retreat with a bunch of middle school students up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. On the way back down from the mountains, we were in a truck because uh, we had luggage in the back and I was driving the truck, students in it. One of the students did not inform me that he was not feeling well. Oh. And... uh just threw up all like luckily it was out the window, but it was all like the side of the truck was just covered. And guess guess who had to clean it up? I'm gonna go you. Yeah, you're, you're mm. right. All right, beach or lake? Beach. Beach. Lake. Lake too. I think I love the beach, but yeah, there's something relaxing about the uh, the uh, the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, city or nature? Nature. That's a tough one. I probably would go city. I'd have to go city too. I like I like getting away from everything. Like those are my favorite, just being away. But I also like being in a city and exploring and, and, mm-hmm. and seeing all the different yeah. things. You got any you got any lightning round questions that maybe I'm missing? Favorite favorite snack your favorite snack in the car. Licorice. What flavor of licorice? Mm. Um the 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 twisty ones, like the tw- the pull and peel. Okay, but not the, Twizzler, but not Twizzler. black licorice. No, the Twizzler okay. pull and peel. Never had a Twizzler ever in my life. Oh. Not a fan of black licorice. Mm. Favorite yeah. car snack? Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Mm. I go. Uh, I go Skittles if I want candy, but I also like a like a beef jerky or something. Oh, I'll take a beef jerky yeah, too. That's always a good good option. You don't want. I know what I don't like is like the greasy. Like when I feel my hands are sticky or greasy afterwards. I don't know. Then it gets on the wheel. I'll just have issues. What about a road trip drink? Mm. Um, in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, buy water. Coconut. You know, coconut buy water. Road trip drink, did you say? Yeah. Bywater. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's yeah, B- yeah. B-A-I. B-A-I. Oh. Not B-Y. Yeah. I was like, B-A-I. why are you telling us to buy it? Just drink it. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Cherry Coke, hand down, mm. hands down. Going to have to go cream soda, A&W cream soda. Ooh. Ooh, that's some good stuff right there. Sadly, my quickest answers have been things revolving food and drink. Wow. I, <laughs> I have not had to contemplate my favorite snack or drink, that's, but that's everything the easy else. Stuff. Longest car trip you've taken? 28. Uh, 24? Mm. I lose. I'm, I'm, I think I'm around like the 20-hour mark, maybe. Well, we, yeah. mm, we're all kind of, you know, yeah, that's right, pretty. We're hitting around there. All that's right. That's awesome. Preferred method. Okay. For a long car ride. Okay. Do it all in one trip or stop halfway for the night. We're a do it all in one trip family. Mm, yes. Stop halfway. Really? I stop halfway because that's what everybody wants. But but one day I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get that chance to uh just go the whole shot yeah, in one, it's one awesome. drive. Yeah, that's what I I'm like, get up at three AM. What's the big deal? No, it hadn't happened yet. Camping or hotels? Ah, mm. uh, both. Once again, it's that mixture. I love hotels, but I am an I am a cabin outdoorsy camping person as well. Okay, so well, hold so on. glamping hold on. or camping? No, camping. A we camp- have the cabin pitch, and the tent. camping are different. Well, we we own a cabin, okay, with my family. Gotcha. So we have a cabin. Uh-huh. But we also love to pitch a tent and camp. Totally different experiences. Sure. And I love them both. Hotel, hands down. That was not even hard for you. are like, no, absolutely not, a not hotel. Hard. I, I like camping, but I can also admit, like, I've never done tent camping. Yeah. Like, we've always stayed in a cabin or, like, a, 
some good friends have let us borrow like their their motorhome. That's that was fun. But yeah, hotel is the I way feel, to go. I feel like we've evolved as a race where we don't have to sleep on the ground. I don't need to sleep. I don't understand how okay, it would be to comfortable. Be f- to be fair, my some of my camping experiences are take place like 20 miles down from our house in Byron at this little local campground. And I do go home to sleep. And the family stays uh, in the tent. That's not camping. <laughs> there that's, we go. But that's, you know, I, that's a day excursion <laughs> to a nature center. Like. I ate the hot dog over the open fire, and you know, sat around the fire. So that's still camping. I just don't sleep there. I don't know if I'm going to allow that. I don't know if I'm going to allow that. <laughs> I think you need to update your blog with that one, <laughs> man. Oh man. Um, What's your favorite car to rent when you rent a ooh, car for yeah. your trip? Oh, we're a minivan family. Yeah. Gosh, nothing exciting. Okay. Toyota Sienna minivan. Yeah, sure. Lots of room. Family of five. I don't. I don't have an answer for that one. That was yeah. I mean, I wish I could say something fun like a drop top convertible. I mean, you know, cruising down the Pacific Coast Highway and some fan. But no, I mean, who okay. am I kidding? If there's only one more vacation I can take in my life, I want to make sure I go to the Maldives. I the I mold. The Mal- is it the Maldives well, or the Maldives? People, some people say it differently. Maldives, I don't know. Maldives. I, mean, I don't really know okay. either. Because when you said Maldives, but I thought of you like say run, it, I thought of like rundown malls. No, you know, like uh-uh. like you know, you go to a dive bar. Like I thought like a mall like that, and I was like, that seems like a weird answer. Nope. But then I've done I, it all. I, I just want to go to some dive malls. But yeah. then I thought for a second, and I was like, oh, I want to stay in one of those little like huts that's over the ocean and has the glass oh, floor. You know, like yeah. Fiji. Yeah, 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 something there. like that is my dream vacation. If I had to answer right now, it would be like a trip through Europe. That'd be a good one. Hey, you were talking about that like last year. Yeah, <laughs> when we thought was, COVID was about to end, and then it did not. Talking end. about that in the midst of when I couldn't do anything. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, I mentioned New York City a while ago, but I'd really love, we're talking, driving up and down the coast to go down the West Coast, like do the mm-hmm. whole thing. I think that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I've done it on the East Coast and loved it. So, yeah. well, this has been informative and it's been a lot of fun, a lot of good laughs, a lot of good information. I think that's just the perfect way to end our very first, what? I know. Oh my gosh. As this is our last episode, I think it's only fitting that Derek does a wrap up. Some of the takeaways have a plan. Yep. And have alternatives to your plan. Of course. Just in case things don't go the way you expect. You're not caught unawares. Two, you got to have snacks, but not messy snacks. Mm -mm. Not something that's going to mess your kids up and get them all sticky. As you plan, keep your ages in mind. Don't just plan for yourself. Keep the ages of your kids in mind. I can't even look at you right now. (laughs) And if you have a baby on this vacation, stick to their schedule. Yes. You won't like it if you don't. You want They won't appreciate it. You won't appreciate them. Stick to their schedule. As you're planning your vacation, check out travel blogs. Yeah. That tells you about Mine. the place you're going Specifically to. Specifically, <laughs> travelwithaplan.com. Yes. And look for free activities. Yeah. And things that you can do. Save and budget for your trip so that it doesn't cost you too much. And the last one, travel cubes. No, packing cubes. Oh, packing sorry. Cubes. Packing cubes. Packing. Yes. Packing cubes. Find those on Amazon.com. Yes. Amazon. For all your shopping needs. You and missed one. You missed one. Activity bag. You oh mentioned yeah, the, the snack, bags. but you didn't you didn't mention the the goodie activity, the bag of fun. You gotta have the bag of fun. And I'm very impressed because the spot the spontaneous one of the group was the one who did the recap. Mm-hmm. And I think you've graduated to mm. traveling with a plan. <gasps> because uh, you just read uh, those things so eloquently. But here's what you don't understand. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out that door and forget everything I just said. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wow. So maybe I can graduate in this moment, but I'm probably going to get demoted back to 
Nah, you're traveling without a plan again. I got I got one more question. Are you a pack in advance or you pack like right before you go to bed and a little bit when you're the next morning? She's you're the like, one oh, just no. told you about packing. I'm not cubes. asking no, her. No, I'm not a super pack in advance, like three days in advance. And then like, three. yes, because then, you know, you got to look what you missed and kind mm. of over the next couple of days, but not too far in advance because I don't want suitcases like sitting around the house and cluttering that's, that's things That's the better up. way to ask the question. How many days in advance do you pack, Derek? The I'm going to get the night make, before. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. The night before. Now, here's the deal. If it's like a crazy trip, right? So I went to Israel for like two weeks. That one I started packing like a week in advance because that was like a big deal. But this trip that's coming up, it'll be the night before. Just like two weeks. (laughs) You feel like you need to pack for that. I'm stressed out for your packing right now. But it's like two weeks in like a foreign country far away. Like if I forget something where I'm going now, like I just go buy it. I just go down the store right. and buy it, right? If I forget something in Israel, who knows? Am I going to be able to find it or not? I don't know. So I got to be a little more careful. Once again, though, like traveling with kids, you don't want to forget like their favorite stuffy. You got to start I'm packing just, a little bit in advance so that you don't forget like the key Here's what I want things. All, I want all of our listeners to know right now that what I just realized is that I'm going to put off packing as long as I can now. And I'm going to update mm. Robert all the time mm. just to mess with him mm. and just to make him anxious and upset. It may, it's making my finger twist. I know it is. That's so. I'm telling this. I'm telling all of our listeners. Can I pack for you? Nope. Mm. Nope. You're just gonna have to wait. I'm gonna. It'll be my 9 p.m. the night before. I'm gonna just text you. Haven't packed yet. Hi. Midnight's gonna come around. Haven't packed yet. Just to mess with Robert. Wow. All right. Well, I think that's just the perfect place to wrap up season one. Jen, thank you so very much for yes. being our, our season finale guest. I think this was incredible. This was so fun. Thanks Lots for having me. Lots of great information. Pump, pump your blog one yeah, more time. Yeah, one more time. Give us the address. Travelwithaplan.com. Awesome. We'll put it in the show notes. Like I said, go check it out. I was, I was, I've read through it. I was looking through it on the uh, recording session here. Lots of great information. Yeah, lots of great yeah. articles. Um, I'm going to go research what it takes to, to also have a travel blog and YouTube show, maybe. Maybe my next podcast is going to be the travel podcast with your host, Robert Nash, co-host, since you got the connections. Yes, I'm just going to bring you on I'll board with you that up. one. Boom. Derek can be the, 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 the backup co-host on that one. Mr. Not Pack until the last second. It's it's disturbing to me. It really is stuck in my head. Now, hey, everybody. I'll have my own blog, The Spontaneous Traveler. <gasps> hey, oh. that could be a thing. Not kidding. Can I be your co-host? Yes. No, because you didn't let me be the co-host of yours. <laughs> I got a better name though, Winging It. <laughs> winging wing it. In a prayer. The spontaneous this, travel this is, blog. This is right in itself. Man, I love it. We may not be back for season two. Yeah. We don't know what's about to happen with all <laughs> of our lives, blogger. with all of these new plans we have for the future. <laughs> hey, folks, we're just kidding. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. We have, you know, I was looking at the stats the other day, and yeah. I was talking to you about it, actually. Yeah. we. So I wanna, I'm going to shout out, and I don't, maybe they're listening, maybe they're not, but I'm going to shout out. We have a listener who downloads our podcast from Singapore, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so, whoever you are, I'm shouting you out, Singapore listener. Thanks for tuning in and listening to yeah, us. We got Singapore. I think we got a, had a, a, just a few, maybe in the UK, uh, all across the US. Uh, Rochester seems very popular. Minnesota is where a lot of our listeners are from. I'm not sure what hmm. the connection might be there. But hey, oh man, I've enjoyed this so very much. I appreciate you, Derek. Putting up with me. You too, man. You did all the work. This is all you. I don't know. You you pulled me out of some binds where my mind just goes blank. That's you, all right. You always have a question to back me up. Josiah, uh, again, Josiah having to sit in here, You don't. these are like 30, 40 minutes when we produce or uh, put them out. 
We've been in here for over an hour. Josiah is the man, and we really appreciate him. All our guests, we will be back season two, probably late August, early September, maybe after Labor Day. We got a whole lot of topics to still cover, a lot of guests to talk to. We hope you'll tune back in uh, later this fall. Keep an eye on social media to see updates when we'll be back. As always, please comment, like, and share. And uh, hey, everybody, we hope you have a fantastic summer. Stay safe. Have fun. Thank you for listening to The Parent Podcast. The Parent Podcast is produced by Autumn Ridge Church and Robert Nash. Our sound engineer is Ian Benoit. Our theme song is Silver Skies by Geome. Follow us on Twitter at Parent Podcast or on Instagram at The Parent Podcast. You can email us with questions or topics you would like us to cover at parentpodcast at autumnridgechurch.org. For more information on Autumn Ridge Church, please visit autumnridge.church. Thank you for listening.